Welcome to Super Spuds. You're Hardy. Hello. Hi, I'm Chandrika. Hi. Hi. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to say hi to me, so I, had, I said hi to myself. That's fine. <laughs> cool. Uh, we're starting to wrap up some shows. This is the week of May 21st. Is it? Or is I it the 14th? I believe so. No, no, this is the 20th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, it's all a blur, Chandrika. It, it is all a blur. Yeah, time is just zipping by. It's like we didn't have 20-something episodes <laughs> in all these shows. <laughs> all right, so I watched two episodes. How many episodes did you watch? Two. Excellent. Which two did you watch? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Flash, and I think they finished their season, and Supergirl. Oh, oh. So, me too. <laughs> cool. <laughs> glad we're on the same page. I'm glad that we also sort this out during the podcast and not like during the week. <laughs> That's the best way to go, I think. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just, you know, you got to live on the seat of, wait, live on the seat of your pants? Live on Fly the edge the of, your... of your pants. Yes, that. <laughs> that. <laughs> idioms are hard what'd you call me <laughs> i was talking about the english language and yes you're not gonna goad me into insulting you <laughs> right on <laughs> cool uh you want to get into the flash All right. That's a yes. <laughs> I'm glad. I don't know what I would have done if you said no. <laughs> um... <laughs> like, see ya, bye. <laughs> I mean, I could have said that, but I will never, I will never be that much of a jerk. Mm, I'll be I'm a glad. different kind of jerk. Okay. <laughs> All right. So it's a big uh, see season finale. Yeah. We wrapped up a bunch of stuff about DeVoe. And there was like a bunch of action scenes and like little twists and like some surprise people showing up. Surprise people? Uh, Ralph. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Wally and um, Speed Force Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you where do you want to start with? So uh, let's start at the the beginning because I had totally forgotten that Barry didn't have a job anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so first of all, Captain Singh is all like, "Oh, because of Iris's blog post, you can have your job back." Because now I believe you. <laughs> so Barry was the one that didn't want Iris to publish all of the stuff, <laughs> and. And now he can get his job back. Like, he's been unemployed the entire year, essentially. Or, like, not the entire year, but, like, the majority of the year, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he owes so much to his wife. Yeah. And he doesn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgot that Barry didn't have a job. <laughs> 
So uh, then DeVoe knocks out all the electronic stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like his like Kilgore mm-hmm. personality or whatever. Chandrika, did you know that yeah. you're supposed to spell Kilgore with a percent sign? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? The O is a percent sign. Like Kesha? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but with percent instead of dollar. I Okay. <laughs> I I don't understand. <laughs> And and why do you say this? How do you know? <laughs> because I was looking up Flash stuff, and Kilgore was one of the things. Huh. I I don't. I'm confused, but I also <laughs> it's, don't it's care. K I L G percent sign R E Kilgore. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very straightforward, Chandra. How are you not getting this? Like you, you replace the O with the percent sign, and it looks just like an O, right? <laughs> I get the mechanics. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. That was me being facetious. I don't understand why it's a percent sign. That doesn't make any sense to me. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, so all the electronics in the entire city go down. <laughs> yeah, good. Let's move on, please. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm, I'm not even referencing that anymore. I'm done. <laughs> um, but so everything in Star Lab still works. How was that? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow Cisco got everything back up. He has like a backup generator that isn't electronic. (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) But that can also like interfere with Kilgore's power somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh... They get Marlies then, um, mm-hmm. and Marlies convinces the team to send Barry into uh, Clifford's mind through Cecile or something, right? Yeah, that was really weird. They were like super trusting of of Marlies. Who like the okay? They did point out that the last time that Marlies was in the room, she tried to kill Iris with a katana. <laughs> <laughs> so at least they like they remembered, but they're also like, eh, she's probably fine now. <laughs> That was just like a weird phase in our relationship. It's fine. We're we're all friends now. Like what? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but yeah, somehow they were using uh, uh, Cecile to mm-hmm. throw Barry through her mind into Devos without Devo mm-hmm. even noticing as well. Which is mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, and. The and Cecile's ability to get Barry into DeVoe's mind was contingent on her being pregnant mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because if she had the baby, it would all stop, yeah, which also makes no sense. So, is it that the baby is telepathic or <laughs> they tried to explain this at the start was... of the, the, the year, but I didn't really get it either. But somehow, the baby like heightened her latent dark matter powers or whatever. Mm-hmm. And and like her being pregnant was what gave her or like released her telepathic powers. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Sure. So is she just normally empathetic and not telepathic? <laughs> is she is she just like Harry? 
probably why they get along, right? Because they're they're the same person. They're both very smart and also both uh, emotionally intelligent now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, so apparently she's no longer telepathic. Hmm. Which is very sad. That is sad. I really hope that they find a way to keep her incorporated in the show in a meaningful way next year. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I enjoyed Cecile. Yeah. Yeah, she was good. Um, so I was a little confused about the interactions with Barry and Clifford in, Clifford, in Clifford's mind. Because Clifford was like going around in his chair in his own mind. Um, which, like, why does he need a thinker chair in his own <laughs> brain, first of all? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I didn't really know how his brain was mapped out because, like, they would tell Barry to go somewhere and Barry would, like, flash-style run. Mm-hmm. Except, like, this isn't real Earth land and so he's like going back and forth between like memories <laughs> right when you can tap into the speed force you can do whatever you want okay all right my mistake <laughs> <laughs> yeah because like there was one part where um they told barry to go back to where marlies and devoe uh met and I was like, wait, how is he going to run across the Atlantic Ocean? And then I was like, wait, he's in his mind. What? What is even happening? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I don't know. And can Barry even run across the Atlantic Ocean? I guess like... Oh, yeah. Surf- yes, okay. Yes. So surface tension allows him to run really fast or... Uh, I think he runs really fast. Uh-huh. And he doesn't sink? No. He's like one of those little lizards. What are they? The uh the uh what are those lizards that run across the water? Uh you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Lizard running on water. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm searching this right now. I mean what I got a computer here. Mm-hmm. Um I feel like it's based on surface tension and like distributing your weight. The common basilisk. Ooh, that sounds like something from Harry Potter. Well, that, they stole it from there. <laughs> <laughs> it is also known as the Jesus Christ lizard, Jesus lizard, South American Jesus litter, lizard, or Lagarto de Jesus Cristo. <laughs> huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So he's he's basically a lizard. So I'm trying to. All right, Hardy Jones but is it's calling a, Barry Allen a lizard. It's a it's a thing that happens in real life. And so mm. I think being even faster than a lizard, you should be able to run on water as well. Okay. But we've seen him run on water before. Yeah, that's true. I just, I don't know how it works. And I, I need to get down to, to like the physics of this. Clearly. Oh, well, you can, you can go to uh, Central America or South America and just watch these mm-hmm. lizards running around. Okay. Or I will maybe look it up on YouTube later. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a little easier. <laughs> Got the power of the internet at my fingertips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so 
We have some stuff. Um, Harry wants to be smart again, so he like tries on the thinking cap. And um, he, Harry's just like kind of sad, right? Like, yeah, mm, yeah. Um, it was a little funny how like every time Cecile had a contraction, they like lost the connection for a second, like a dropped call. <laughs> <laughs> I also didn't know how the weather worked inside Clifford's mind because um so there um uh, Barry is by the bus um and like looking around the bus where all the people were and then he zips over to the other memory where um Marlise and DeVoe met up and then like Ralph shows up and everything and Ralph and Barry both have wet hair or it was either greasy or just wet <laughs> And I didn't know why. Okay, but like, why? <laughs> is it just because, are they in England? Like, is it raining there? Like, I, I was... <laughs> I think it was supposed to be uh, like a metaphor for a sad time or something like that. Oh. Oh. Imagery okay. or whatever. Okay. I wasn't really paying that close of attention, but I, I know that's a thing that people do. In... Hmm. Yeah, all that uh, metaphor stuff. Mm. Okay. Getting real deep here. Yeah. So there was that scene. And then mm -hmm. uh, they had uh, another scene where they tried to find DeVoe when he was like sitting in a chair or something. Mm -hmm. And he had like a hole oh, yeah. in his heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that was real sad. That's like the only Clifford that Marlies actually cared about, and he's all dead, right? Yeah. Mm. And then they had a, a a scene from The Matrix where it was just a bunch of DeVos running out towards Barry <laughs> trying to beat him down. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the army of DeVoe cl clones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how they finally figured out that they could block out Clifford in their minds by like thinking of something else and Ralph just <laughs> goes on and on about shrimp. <laughs> like I, I understand that Barry would think about Iris because that's just like the only thing he can think of. Mm -hmm. um, but <laughs> but Ralph is shrimp. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> And uh, I, I kind of like how they went back and forth between um, Barry and Ralph in Clifford's mind versus like real life. Uh, that also felt kind of like Matrix, right? How's that? Because uh, in the Matrix, they go back and forth between like the Nebuchadnezzar or whatever that ship is called, and like oh yeah, the yeah. Mind yeah. So this was just the Matrix. Is, is, that, is that all that's <laughs> happening here? Yes. Is that why you liked it so much as an episode? Because I was nostalgic about the matrix sure i mean I, yeah it, it was a good episode i liked it <laughs> and the matrix is a legitimate thing to base your episode on <laughs> yeah so they yeah. finally did it they finally killed him they got mm -hmm. they got old dead vo going on <laughs> <laughs> see what you did there and then they thought all was well, but not all was well. 
Well, see, they weren't paying attention to how far into the episode we were. They weren't looking at the clock. (laughs) (laughs) See, if they just looked at the clock, they would have known that there was still like 20 minutes left in this episode. And clearly... You can't celebrate. You can't celebrate yet. Yeah. (laughs) So we got like the hologram devote or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which I didn't completely understand, but I was just like, okay, well, it's all scary again for a little <laughs> while. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, oh, but that's when Barry like ran really fast and like punched the satellite. Almost punched it. And then got reversed <laughs> in time by his yes. daughter, apparently. Yes. <laughs> and she came out and punched it with him. Okay, so I, I have some issues with this whole satellite situation. So the satellite is like uh, falling to Earth and the pieces of the satellite are falling and like they're making it through the atmosphere and they're going to like kill people or something, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, why wouldn't it just burn up in the atmosphere and like disintegrate? So I think... Uh... Somehow DeVoe gave it like the extra gravity stuff so that oh. it fell a lot faster or with okay. a lot more force, I guess. Hmm. So maybe that had something to do with it. Okay. I don't really know. Like, but it wasn't like I know a that... huge satellite, right? Like it's not big enough right. that it has enough mass to not whatever. Yeah. Cause like, I know that the dinosaurs died with, the meteor that killed him or whatever. Like, I know that stuff, like, gets through the atmosphere, but most stuff doesn't. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it has to be pretty big. Yeah. To not just disintegrate, so... I don't, I don't okay. really understand the gravity of the situation, Chandrika. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to say that they uh, added... That Devo added dark matter to it, and so it just, like, <laughs> had more matter. And that's... I don't know. It sounds fun. about right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so I was watching this episode with a friend actually, and um, we saw like uh, Barry's like yellow uh, lightning, and then the other purple lightning too with it, mm-hmm. and like this is the first episode of the Flash that she's seen, and she's like, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a great one to inundate her with. I know, right? So she was like. Oh, it, so I pointed out that Iris had uh, gotten flash powers at one time mm-hmm. and that her uh, color was purple. Mm-hmm. And so my friend was like, is this their daughter? And I was like, wow, you just called it. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't say anything. And then at the end, when like the big reveal happened, she was, just, she was so mad. <laughs> Why mad? Because she could tell, I guess. Huh. I like that she already knew who the person was and she'd only seen one episode and we spent like 12 speculating and guessing and is it this person? Is it that person? I know. I know. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I thought about that. I'm going to go with. Does she want to join us on the podcast? No, she's busy. <laughs> she sounds more insightful than the both of us put together. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So um, I, I, I made myself feel better by thinking that maybe the, it, it wasn't as uh, apparent way back when you first started seeing this, the Speed Force girl, like she was more <laughs> mysterious. And so it, it was, it, it took us time to figure it out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, thinking back to that, there were a mm-hmm. lot of times when she was in a scene and then she was not in a scene anymore. And like, mm-hmm. it was unclear mm-hmm. why she wasn't in that scene again. But like, yeah, if she's a speedster, now it's pretty clear why she wasn't in it anymore. Right. But we didn't see we, the, the flash like thing. lightning. Yeah. 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 But it does make sense. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. There are a lot of hugs in this episode. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> so, uh, so like Harry's all like, oh, well, now that I'm emotionally intelligent again, I got to go spend time with my daughter. And he, he just like walks off and everyone's super upset. <laughs> <laughs> and then he comes back and they're like, yeah, hug time. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, oh, yeah, yeah, because it was uh, Marlise that gave Cisco the thing that would, like, reboot his mind, and that's how that worked. So, like, mm-hmm. Marlise also starts making amends, so that was good. Yeah. And they, like, they said some, they had a couple lines when Harry was leaving. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that was, like, for the actor he's leaving. Is he leaving? Or I don't know, back? but it sounded like he was not coming back. But they always do that to him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's actually very true. Uh, so he quoted some stuff from uh, The Wrath of Khan. He quoted some Spock lines. <laughs> Cause so, uh, so Cisco like rebooted his brain, and Harry said, "You have been and always shall, or you have I have been and always shall be your friend." I guess. Um, which is what Spock says when he's dying at the end of Wrath of Khan. Spoilers. Oh, wait a... Yeah. <laughs> it's from, like, 1982. It's not the point, Jinjiki. You gotta label those spoilers. Spoilers. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to label anything. Also, this isn't a Star Trek podcast, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> One time, decades ago, Spock died in a movie. <laughs> Oh, okay. So I know this isn't a Star Trek podcast, but aside, um, I watched Star Trek 2 with a couple of friends and they didn't know that Spock died at the end of the movie and they were actually upset. And it was like kind of cool. Because <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen this. I don't think I've ever seen that movie without knowing the ending because I, it's just like written in my DNA now. So <laughs> I don't remember not knowing the ending of it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah, so at least some of the quotes were from Spock at the end of Wrath of Khan, Mm -hmm. which is also random. So, I don't know. Is it, though? I mean, they say say a lot of Star Trek references on the show. That's true. Yeah, they do. It's not completely random. And yeah, they also mentioned like Inception earlier in this episode too. Mm-hmm. So 
Yeah, they are. They're culturally aware with the pop. <laughs> uh, so we heard the line again. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> and we heard who originally said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was kind of remember. Cool. Okay, so this was like pre-podcast when you and I were just talking about the show, and I was trying to get caught up on the beginning of the season, mm-hmm. and. I was like, oh, I really want to know why Barry is saying this house is bitching. And you were like, will you be upset if they never say say that line again? And I was like, yes, I will be. <laughs> and they said it in practically every episode since then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now yeah. you're kind of annoyed and you're like, will they stop saying it now? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and Wally came back. Yeah, that was good to see him. I liked how Barry like said his little line to make Wally show up, and he like said it a little louder. <laughs> like it's a it's a dumb joke, but I still liked it. It was cute. <laughs> I said we're ready for a toast. <laughs> Also, okay, does Wally, well, Wally doesn't have super hearing, so, like, how is that going to help him? I think that's just normal human stuff, where you're not paying attention, <laughs> and then you start paying attention. But, like, where was Wally hiding? I think he was just in the kitchen doing something. Okay, and okay. And wasn't, like, primed mm. for hearing it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Wally said that he left Team Flash because he was always going to be in Barry's shadow and that he's able to be himself with the Legends. <laughs> Do you think that he has come into his own with the Legends? No. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> uh, I hope that they can give Wally more stuff to do next year. <laughs> Is he going to stay? Like, it sounded like the way they've been talking in the past couple episodes of Flash, it sounded like they wanted him to come back. Hmm. But, like, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that they were just mentioning him because he's a part of the family and it would be awkward to have a baby and, like, not have Wally show up at all. Mm -hmm. So I think they're just acknowledging that he is a family member. Okay. Yeah. But I guess they didn't want to pay for him to be in the crossover episode more than once (laughs) yeah that's awesome (laughs) um yeah so uh iris and barry's uh daughter nora made a big big mistake and that's going to be next season (laughs) yeah any speculation on what the mistake was? Um, so what have we seen her do lately? So we saw her just like awkwardly talk to everyone. That's basically it, yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. 
okay wait i think there is gonna be some time traveler stuff so like we saw um barry try to punch the satellite and then we saw him go back in time mm-hmm. and so like nora must have rewound time and like traveled with him mm-hmm. to the satellite right so maybe nora just made like another flashpoint mm-hmm. that's that's my guess so there's some timeline out there where barry's dead Probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's my (laughs) prediction. (laughs) I, I, hmm. I actually kind of like this Harry now. So every single time that Harry uh, died or whatever, and then we got a different Harry, I was just like, why? (laughs) What's happening? (laughs) I don't really get it, but I kind of like Harry now. Because he's more normal? Yes, because he's more normal. (laughs) He's just like a normal dude. Like, yeah, I feel like he's much easier to get along with. Oh, Hardy, you know who we didn't see this episode at all? Uh, no. Killer Frost. Yeah, right? Yeah. I was totally expecting her to make an appearance. Yeah, same. And they didn't even mention her. It's kind of weird. Yeah. Huh. What if Nora made a big, big mistake and that's why Killer Frost is hidden? Or what if Nora goes to find Killer Frost? Do you think they're related at all? Am I just reaching? (laughs) (laughs) I'm down for any and all speculation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, did you like this season overall? Uh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was very intrigued by finding out who Nora was. Mhm. I was also uh somewhat interested in seeing all the different metas and like what their powers were. Mm. But a lot of the story I just was not into. Mm. It just wasn't that like enthralling for me. Mm. I had a hard time keeping track of all the metas that Devo uh, absorbed. Um, And that was a little confusing to keep track of. Uh, But I did like how Devo as a villain got developed and i actually enjoyed that like a slow descent into not caring about marlies mm-hmm. and like their relationship and where they came mm-hmm. from and and they're also just like some really cool one-off episodes like um the flash time episode was really cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i liked how they had little um side adventures and then like brought them back in later in the season like with uh cynthia and cisco Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I guess it wasn't so bad. I think I like the season more than last season. I'm I'm on board with the Flash again. What was last season all about? Savitar? Oh think. yeah. That was really boring. Yeah, I liked Draco Malfoy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he was my least favorite part of the season. Really? Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. 
Savitar was just a, he was a, a faceless monster for most of the time. Mm-hmm. And I I like knowing who my villains are. all right all right supergirl so uh i didn't watch this episode with subtitles for most of it and so i forgot who the person with the little cult was the cult of rao and so whenever they said his name I wrote down variations of COBOL and because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't tell if they were saying COBOL or, Co- or COVOL or COBOL or like, it was, I didn't know what was happening. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, so I, I spent a little bit of energy trying to figure out what that was or who it was. <laughs> <laughs> and like Olivia showed up and they're all like, Olivia, we remember you. And I was like, I don't remember you. Who's Olivia? I guess she was in um Cobalt's cult. <laughs> I mean, but who was she in the episode? Oh, she was the one who was uh, going after Tanya, and she oh, like right. went. Yeah, yeah, Chandrika, Chandrika. Yeah. You were very right. I was very wrong. About what? About Tanya and the the scene and the book <laughs> and all of that stuff. <laughs> I was calling you crazy. I was saying that you were nodding off and all that stuff. And I was completely yeah. wrong. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. I was so convinced that I was just like making stuff up. <laughs> so was I. <laughs> it's like I don't remember anyone named Tanya. Why would they talk about Tanya in a journal? <laughs> and then that's this entire episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so this episode got like real. This mm-hmm. was this is one of the realest episodes that I've seen of Supergirl, I think, with, like, James and the Guardian and just, like, talking about what it means to be a Black man in America and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They had that scene where the cops were after James. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And... Uh, was it Tanya in the scene where he, where she was like, no, he's the one that's like trying to protect us. He's yeah. not the one doing anything. And they're like, you're the one with the shield or whatever. So you must be antagonizing these people. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, James's story to Lena about how uh, he was playing hide and seek when he was seven. And uh, some folks at this nice hotel thought that he didn't belong there. Mm-hmm. And they handcuffed him or like forearm cuffed him. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was uh, very heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And it was, 
I feel like I haven't seen as much of that kind of th- stuff in Supergirl as I have in Black Lightning. Mm-hmm. So maybe they've been listening to us go on and on about how the rest of these shows aren't real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That scene was, uh, I mean, waterworks, Chandrika. That was, that was good. Yeah. Speaking to my soul. Mm hmm. Yeah. That was, that was real. And I also liked how Lena said, you shouldn't be judged like that. And James was like, James was just like, well, but it is like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the way it is. Like, I don't care if you don't think it should be that way, but that is the reality, whether you mm-hmm. experience it or not. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. That's an episode I think a lot more people should watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like you have to sort of know the characters before you can, like, have any sort of, like, oh, why do I care since, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, that, that was a really good episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was so good. And they did a pretty good job with uh, Ruby and Marin, too. How's that? Uh, so, like, Ruby's been uh, dealing with finding out that her mom is Rain and stuff. And it's more about how, like, Alex wants to connect with her and Ruby's just, like, completely withdrawn. Mm-hmm. And uh, by the end of the episode, Alex realizes that you can't force someone to get over something or talk to you. Or, like, they have to kind of work through it themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ruby found more in common with Marin than she did with someone who hasn't gone through trauma. Yeah. So. But that, yeah, I, yeah. That, that scene was kind of fun when they were both talking at the table, you know. Mm-hmm. Where she found out that he's a Martian, which is like <laughs> <laughs> maybe some information that they either should have not told her or told her before then. <laughs> One of the two. I'm not sure which, but I like that uh, Marin was just so nonchalant about it. Yeah. I don't think he realizes, well, I mean, he's he's got to realize otherwise he wouldn't uh, shapeshift into a human, right? Mm-hmm. But it was just funny that he was just like, oh, yes, on Mars, it was like this. <laughs> She's like, you're from <laughs> Mars? <laughs> he's like, yes, of course. <laughs> And she's just like, okay, cool. And then they talk about foosball. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it, that conversation also got pretty deep because uh, Ruby, Ruby just asked him what Mars was like and he told her all about the war and how it was terrible and... Um, so Ruby asked him how he got through it or how he recovered. And he was like, well, faith. And so Ruby was like, oh, did, like, did God fix everything? And he was like, well, I got my son back. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of cool that he saw, like, kind of the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, he he saw the good things that happened. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Instead of focusing on all the like pain and suffering that he went through. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the only way you can really get past anything. So I don't know. It was, it was kind of an inter interesting uh, impromptu therapy session for both for both of them. <laughs> Yeah. I also liked how Manel uh, was Nerdy Mike again. <laughs> yes. Oh, that was such a great scene. This is my lift. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so good. Like, I didn't actually understand what was happening with the rock and all of that, but it was fun to see... Manel just like help out. <laughs> uh, I think it was for, so for me, I think it was good because I didn't think he was in danger, you know, like usually they have mm -hmm. people jump into these uh, like situations and sometimes mm -hmm. they, they won't make it out or like you, yeah. you question whether they'll make it out. But like mm -hmm. he was dealing with normal humans from earth. Like there's nothing mm -hmm. that they can really do to him. So mm -hmm. you were just like, oh man, be as dumb as possible, Monel, please. And he's just like, oh, this is this is not the right spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I'm very scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was really good. He did more mm -hmm. cape tricks, I think. I don't remember what he did, but he did something cape tricky. <laughs> yeah, he sure did. <laughs> He is playing that up. He he really owns that cape. I feel like that's what his superpower is. It's not that he can fly. It's not that he's like super strong. It's that he has cape tricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's that other scene later between uh, James and Supergirl where, so like the entire episode they've been discussing whether James should um, come out to the world as Guardian because that's what Koval was threatening, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, So uh, James is like, okay, Tanya's safety is more important than anything else. So like, I, I know like what the risks are if I take off my mask, but like, here's the deal. And uh, Supergirl also was dealing with her own stuff with Lena and... So James ended up like his reason for not wanting to take off his mask was because uh, the world is going to see him as a black man and like forget that Guardian did anything good. And like mm -hmm. the the neighborhood vigilante being black is just not going to be acceptable. Right. And Supergirl, I didn't really understand Supergirl's reasoning. Yeah, I didn't either. Okay. <laughs> I wrote down here, what's stopping Kara from just being honest with Lena? Like, I don't, I don't know what her deal is. Like, she might lose yeah. this friend, but she also might not. I don't know. But, like, it's just one person, right? Like, she doesn't yeah. really have that much to lose. Yeah. Like, so they, they make a big point between James and Supergirl later that um, it might feel good to come clean but it's also selfish to do that mm -hmm. uh so uh 
And then uh, in a related conversation, Jean tells Manel that telling Kari your feelings might be, make you feel better, but it's also just like selfish on your part. Mm-hmm. Um, which, okay, I'm confused about two things. One, um, would it be selfish because doesn't Kara also like Manel? And would <laughs> they just like get over their stuff now? Uh, and then my second question about that was, John and Manel are talking in this garage with like one door. <laughs> and then Kara just like... Pops up in a corner, not by the door. This is so, this is a person with super hearing, by the way. Yes, 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 exactly. So, I'm like, how how in the world did Kara not hear that? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that it's. I don't think it's bad that he's going to tell her, you know? Yeah. I feel like I agree. it's bad to keep a secret longer. Yeah. And At least in this case. Like, I feel like there are times when, like, the sentiment is true where, like, telling someone whatever that happened a long time ago is not going to make anything better. <laughs> gotta stick to the lie, huh? Yeah, gotta stick to the lie. <laughs> You're in too deep. Don't... <laughs> Don't try to dig yourself out. <laughs> but, like, I think that's what just... If, if Manel and Kara just told each other that they liked each other, it would just be fine. Yeah. And they'd both be happier, and everyone would be happier around them. Or they wouldn't be, and they'd get over it and then do their thing. Right. right? Like, it's, yeah. I don't see there's anything bad that... Well, I don't see, I don't see like, terribleness happening. But then again, uh, who knows with Kara? She's, who knows? That's uh, true. Loose cannon. Yeah. I, but like, maybe not loose cannon. That's that's probably a bit aggressive. But she she surprises me with the things that she mm. says and does. Like being crazy still about the the kryptonite. Or I feel like- it wasn't even the crypt. What was it in this episode? She was like mad that uh, Lena had developed some way to constrain uh, a world killer, right? Yeah, because uh, if if uh, Kara tried to look through it with her X-ray yeah, vision, her eyes yeah. hurt. <laughs> and oh, oh, oh! I really loved uh, Lena's comeback. She was like, "Believe it or not, Supergirl, I don't always think about you." <laughs> <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I feel like the interplay between Kara and Lena is really good for this series. You know, because mm-hmm. a lot of most of the series has just been like. Kara being upset about something and people saying like, oh, I was wrong. You're right. Let me fix right. it for you. Yeah. And now Lena's like, I don't, you're not, you're not my boss. I'm not dealing with you. I really like Lena because she stands up to Supergirl and huh. doesn't take her crap. Guess what I wrote down, Chandrika? <laughs> that? <laughs> yep. So here's the weird random thing. Um, so that rock, uh, or wait, so uh, there's that girl whose like ashes they found, and they figure out that the girl wasn't killed by a bomb, but by a heavy metal that wasn't found on Earth or something, right? Mm-hmm. And then Supergirl like points to an open textbook and says like, "This is a thing," but she points at some sort of an organic molecule. 
mm-hmm. which is not what a heavy metal is. Okay, okay. Yeah, it was a little bit of a nitpick. Like, I know that organic molecules look cool. Like, they they look cooler than, like, two letters. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, what? It's <laughs> a little upset about that. Uh. Yeah. Also, like... What heavy metal is not found on Earth? Like, does it not follow the periodic table? Like, yeah, this is more your wheelhouse than mine. I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> I was bothered. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's technesium because it doesn't uh, naturally occur in Earth. <laughs> what did you just say? Technesium? Mm-hmm. Is that like the oh. rapper? Uh, technesium is the most common uh, element used in uh, nuclear medicine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like you know what you're talking about, so I'm not going to say anything. Uh, I forget who the dude was, but some dude came up with a periodic table based on um, like how elements uh like the the properties of different elements and stuff and was like here's a hole where like there should be an element but i've never seen this so like i'm gonna leave a hole there and that hole would end up being technesium Hmm. yeah okay yeah so like uh basically it's just radioactive so it doesn't last Hmm. and that's why that's why you don't find it on earth unless you make it gotcha Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. What else happened? Um. <laughs> I have down here, win with the ransom, but I don't know what that's about. Yeah, I wrote that down too. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, win was just like this is not like that movie Ransom, but I don't oh, want right. to tell you spoilers, so I'm not going to tell you anything else. And I was like. Okay. Is this like a commercial? Is this how people do commercials now? And also, when did the movie Ransom come out? Isn't that an old movie? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty okay. old. But I guess they're not they're not spoiling like I spoiled with Star Trek too, so <laughs> <laughs> so good on when. <laughs> uh what else we got in here? We got Coltrane, uh, which apparently was James's uh Word for opening up the the guardian door. I missed that. <laughs> he like jumps in the elevator and uh-huh. it's like Coltrane and then the, the door slides open. Cool, cool. <laughs> uh something else that we already talked about. How Tanya just didn't care that Kara jumped off with his book. 
when she first <laughs> met her. Like, she didn't even know about her. And she's like, I, where are you going with that book? She's like, I'll take it to Supergirl. And then she's like, uh... Are you going to trust some random person who's like, oh, yeah, I also knew Supergirl? No. What? No, no you're not. Like, this this book that you risked everything to bring to the proper people that can, like, mm-hmm. fix stuff. Yeah. Like, she went to James Olsen for a reason, and then some girl just, like, runs off with it. Yeah. Not cool, Kara. No. Uh, I w- if I were Tanya, I would be pissed. Same. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you know what else kind of struck me? Um, when Olivia showed up at Kako with a gun and there was a possibility of a shooting at the workplace. Like, this was before uh, James got all real about mm-hmm. being Guardian. Mm-hmm. Like even before that, I was like, "Oh, this is, this is heavy." Yeah. Yeah. What What's that like in reference to? Uh, like there's the YouTube shooting, right? The what? YouTube, the YouTube offices. No, I I don't know what that is. I mean, is... I know what YouTube is. That's not what. I was... <laughs> YouTube is a place where you can watch videos. Um, I. I'm uh like a couple of months ago or so there uh was a shooting at the YouTube headquarters. Huh. Female shooter yeah. identified. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah, gonna have to and, look into that after the episode's over. Yeah. But just like uh shootings in public places where you would assume that you are safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um to to see someone like Olivia just show up and threaten to kill you. Wow. Uh, yeah, that that just felt really real to me, too. Um, oh, but then, then um, when Guardian went after her as... Uh, when James went after her as Guardian, there's, like, a little uh, car chase scene, and Olivia's friend, like, shoots a bazooka... <laughs> James, <laughs> and then and then Guardian puts a boot on their like moving car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that that was a pretty fun chasing. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed like putting a boot on a moving car. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like a weird thing to do when he was trying to save Tanya. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because wouldn't everyone in the car get hurt? I would think so. <laughs> yeah. Also, how did Guardian, like, uh, not get hit by the bazooka? Like, he, I don't really know how bazookas work. He flew. He, he rode through it. It just, like, exploded <laughs> all over the place. And he was just like, <laughs> and just got through it. I think he was, was doing a wheelie he... at the same time, too. Yeah, like, I mean, James is just a human. But he's a good human, apparently. <laughs> yeah. He's real good at humaning. <laughs> Could that be the name of this episode? <laughs> Sorry, we've already been chosen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> also, that doesn't follow the rules that I've arbitrarily uh, thrown down from the top. Oh. <laughs> From the top of Hardy's head yes. <laughs> or mind. 
<laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's coming up like next week? Uh, we, one we episode of Supergirl is what's coming up. One episode <laughs> for the week, Chandrika. That's what's coming <laughs> I, up. I, I know, I know. I'm pretty excited about this. 45 minutes of my life is what's coming up, not five hours. <laughs> uh, we only saw Rain for like a split second. So, they're, they're going to have to do something more with her next week, I'm guessing. Yeah, at the end, she was out to like break out of everything, wasn't she? Yeah, she started like adapting and getting a tolerance for Alina's tech, mm-hmm. which is scary. Yeah. Hmm. I also really liked uh, Ruby's hair at the end when Alex dyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, Rain will show up and be like, who dyed your hair? (laughs) (laughs) Like that'll be the whole whole episode. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure she'll find it offensive and like not what the normal order of the world should be. (laughs) (laughs) She'll think that she's uh, a sinner and that's the reason she has to kill her. It's because she has blue tips. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cool. I'm excited about uh, one episode, and I liked this episode, so hopefully that will keep it up. You and me both, Jandrika. Yeah. I'm excited for next season, when we, uh, assuming we do this again. Uh, mm-hmm. If we have another season, I'm excited for us not doing five episodes because I feel like it would be fun to do uh, one show a week. <laughs> <laughs> and not spend hours of our lives compa- uh, complaining about how boring Arrow is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about next next time <laughs> live and learn yeah what i mean this was enjoyable mm-hmm. yeah uh i think other than arrow i have enjoyed all the seasons wrapping up <laughs> <laughs> arrow i still just don't care about <laughs> yeah i know i'm 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 with ricardo diaz like, I'm mm-hmm. on his story now, but mm-hmm. um, that was a long wait. Well, you're going to get a whole no more season of him, a whole <laughs> more whole another, a whole another, <laughs> you're, whatever. You understand what I'm saying. Yes. yes Moving on with my sentences. <laughs> Talking is hard, Hardy. You're telling me. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Anything else? Nothing from me. See you next week.